Okay, great. Hey, what's up? Hi, my name's Noelle, and I don't think I've ever been able to enjoy a meal at home without a dash of dog's breath. I just sat down and had three bowls of cereal before this podcast because I'm very concerned about my health and well-being, and my fucking dogs were on both sides of me, heavily breathing into my cereal. Oh my what about you? Who are you? <laughs> I'm I'm Jared. I'm uh, I'm a cookie dough that you know you shouldn't be eating because it will slowly kill you. Give you salmonella. But you still eat it anyway. That's fair. That is, you know, I never really like loved cookie dough. I wasn't that type of person. Is that weird? Kind of. I mean, I'm a I'm a total slut for cookie dough. You know, you get, I go to the store. I don't even want to make it myself. I just get one of those like toll house bricks Mm -hmm. and just eat the whole thing you know Uh, it's a problem uh, (laughs) it's like an actual problem i'm pretty sure i'll die yeah 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 that shit has fucking like raw egg in it your brother does the same thing and i'm surprised that you guys have lived as long as you have for so many reasons but that's definitely (laughs) one of them you know sometimes you gamble when it comes to things that are important like eating cookie dough i'm just like I feel like the first time I saw him do it, he was like, we were at the store and he just picked a bunch, like two rolls of it up. And I was like, oh, what? You should have told me you wanted to make cookies. We could have stopped at Whole Foods and I could have gotten the vegan cookie dough. And he was like, I'm not making cookies. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why are you getting two things of cookie dough? Then he's like, I'm going to eat the cookie dough. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Oh, but fucking also, He's a weird animal that just eats like a block of cheese. He's oh. on a block of cheese and he's just going to town. You're going to start literal World War Three because I know that there's so many fucking people who listen to this who are like pro block of cheese in the <laughs> night. <laughs> like, there's so many block of cheese eaters out here. Like I remember, God, I don't remember if it was on Discord or Twitter, but someone posted like, like me walk into the fridge at two in the morning to get my night cheese and it was like <laughs> this goblin holding a block of cheese and I'm, I'm like why is this relatable and all these people are like oh my god it me and i'm like what did i miss out on something like is it is that normal to eat a block of cheese in the middle of the night also I mean, who's I- buying blocks of cheese doesn't it come shredded I mean, you know, blocks of cheese are cheaper than shredded. You know how capitalism works. They they sell you the thing for cheaper if you do the work. I know. (laughs) Block of cheese people are serial killers. I'm going to say that now. Oh, my God. I just had the fucking, like, a recovered memory. Are you ready for this? This is how I know your brother is a fucking serial killer. Middle of summer, okay? Hot. Like a hundred degrees inside, hot. Motherfucker has a block of cheese, pretzels, and a cup of milk. And he's eating it all at the same time. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's fucked that's up. That's disgusting. That's disgusting, Firstly, right? that's too much dairy. That's, that's, just, so... that's like a meal of just <laughs> like, dairy. That's like... so much mucusy dairy that like I'm surprised every time he didn't open his mouth like a spit bubble just full of mucus <laughs> didn't pop first. Like this shit I remember secretly recording him and like putting it on Instagram being like yo he's a fucking serial killer for real right though? And you cannot like 
Who, okay, first of all, I have a big fat bone to pick with people who just drink glasses of milk as full grown ass adults. That shit's fucking nasty. I'll add that on top of drinking a full ass glass of milk in the middle of summer. The f- yeah, the, what it's gross. Green River killer ass shit is that? <laughs> and then like on top of that, like you're literally curdling your stomach. I'm so confused. And then on top of that, he's like, I'm going to wash this milk, this hot milk down with a block of cheese. That's so fucking gross. And now he's all like, I think I might be lactose intolerant. Like, but you don't fucking say. <laughs> you don't fucking say. I just like. It's so, ooh, that literally makes me sick to my stomach to think about. That's like, um, this is going to sound so bad, but that's like poor people stuff is eating weird, disgusting food. I think we talked about this before, mm-hmm. like growing up, like um, there's a lot of people maybe be able to relate to this, but like uh, toast with just sugar on it, like <laughs> butter and sugar or uh, like <sighs> ketchup and lays well you want to know the the sugar and toast thing is like hilarious to me because now that's called fairy bread like literally putting a piece (laughs) of white bread with rainbow sprinkles on it is like a treat for children that's like on pinterest boards across the world and it's literally called fairy bread you know what i'm offended they're appropriating my culture and i don't (laughs) appreciate it appropriating poor culture also fucking I know that you and Rachel and Kari bonded over, like, plate cheese. And you're like, yeah, when you put shredded cheese on a plate and you put it in the microwave and it comes out all crispy. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know, actually. I'm like, I don't <laughs> That's know. That's a good shit, dog. That's not as... You know what? It's the same thing as block of cheese, but somehow better. You know, because you're actually putting in work. With block of cheese, it's oh like, gosh. you're a fucking disgusting animal. But plate cheese is like, okay, you're a savant. You've created something, like... Plate cheese is like Italian kiss hands, like compliments to the chef. <laughs> it's me, a plate cheese. Chef Boyardi. <laughs> That's my favorite chef. Oh my Poor God. people food is the best food, though. Like, okay, it's not the best food. I know. Like, mm. I have a lot of fond memories of eating, like, the pig asshole hot dogs and the macaroni and cheese and stuff, you know? Yo, we watched that fucking video. Fuck cheap hot dogs will literally take twenty years off of your life. Like if you eat, <laughs> if you eat fucking wrong. the cheapest hot dogs at the supermarket at least three times a month, you are literally taking twenty years off of your life. They have the same carcinogenic like fucking as breakdown as goddamn asbestos, bitch. I cannot believe what the fuck are they putting in there? You know. Fucking It's like that's how the one percent keeps poor people poor is by killing them off early. <laughs> I know it, like dude. it's like it's their plan. Dude they're like, you know what? They can't rise to power if they're dying at thirty years old from eating all our pig assholes hot so dogs. <laughs> it's so true. Okay. Um I'm gonna go ahead and fucking wait. I'm gonna fucking this me with tinfoil. That's tinfoil for you. I'm gonna put my tinfoil hat on right now. Okay. Oh god. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I am very much so convinced that they for sure like have a cure to cancer and they're just not giving it out because if they did, we would have, we already have a population problem, but we would have a unrealistic population problem. And also big motherfucking pharma wants to stay rich. Do you know what I mean? I mean that I'm 
very skeptic when it comes to conspiracy theories, but that is 100% a conspiracy theory I believe in. There's no way that they don't have a cure for cancer in There's some no way. way. There's no way. Okay, here's my whole thing about it, is that, like, we know exactly, like, how to spot it, how it fucking comes about, what it is, like, you know what I mean? It's an abnormal, whatever, like, replication of cells making these, you know, like, we know how to yeah. stop it, kind of. And it's like, you say, can't... You yeah, can't... chemo's, like, to the point where chemo, like, stops it. Like, it stops it enough that it's like, you're still gonna die, mm-hmm. but, like, so slow that we get to make a couple hundred thousand dollars that's off of thing. you, and then we kill you. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, it's like... Ugh, I don't know. It's it's when chemo works for some people and like they've been in remission forever and then for other people it doesn't. It's like what's the different like what's happening to that person that's not happening to this person? Like I just really have a hard time believing that we can for the love of it shoot a fucking car into outer space. But we're like, mm, cancer, I don't know. Like, I just feel like there's no fucking way. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no fucking way. I, I completely agree. But um, I don't know. Have you ever watched, like, uh, Nova? You watch, like, Nova documentaries? There's um, this one. I don't know. Nova's, like, the most reputable, like, scientific source for documentaries for, like, medical and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they have one that uh, I watched. It was, like, four years wow. ago in science. And medical science has come a lot further in four years than people realize. But mm-hmm. back then, they were saying that they 100% for sure could keep humans alive forever if they really, if we really wanted to. Like, they found out a way to clone your body parts or your organs so mm-hmm. that you could just interchange your body like a car. Oh, man. The, the only problem is that the only thing that is not able to, like, be reversed or anything is skin because skin has mm-hmm. collagen in it, and it kills itself after a certain amount of time, and there's, they don't know how to repair skin cells, Dude. like, legitimately. Ugh, I, oof, well, yeah. Well, I know that, like, they have, like, the fucking, they could put fish scales on you, like, when you have really bad burns and, like, help rejuvenate your skin, but I think your skin already has to be in fairly good condition or fairly young to be able to heal itself with that. Like, it can heal with assistance, but it can't, like, it has a hard time regenerating from nothing. Like, mm-hmm. ugh. One of my f- oh man, I people listening know that like some of my favorite Instagrams are like crime scene cleanups and um, like mortician's assistants and all that fun stuff. But there's this one account that they always they post a rainbow of delicious gore, and they've shown a lot of pictures of like old people who like a fall just fucking kills them like they should the other day literally the other day she showed this picture of this old woman who had fallen and someone tried to grab her and it literally like it was her hand the top of her hand it ripped the skin off the skin you could see it folded over like where it had ripped off almost like you know the fruit roll-ups that are rectangle like it looked like that like when you peel them apart like the red ones you know when you peel that it looked like like that like, paper. like a pantyhoe where you like fold it down mm-hmm. and it just like ravels yep. down. Yep. It was just this like flopped over sl- like just paper thin skin. And then you could just see her bone underneath. Like her skin was so fucking delicate that someone grabbing her hand to try to help her from not falling ripped her fucking skin straight off to the bone. Ugh. That's a yikes for me, dog. Right? 
And it's like, like, oof. That's like what scares me of getting older is um, like when your body just breaks down to the point that you can't do anything. Hopefully we're just like in a simulation by then, you know, you just yeah. plug into the matrix and yeah. you're young again. What was that one movie with uh, um, Avatar? No, dog. Not that shit here movie. We're talking Bicentennial Man with fucking Bruce Willis where he plugs into the system and he's like banging some 19-year-old girl. I thought that was like fucking Robin Williams, right? Where he becomes like the... Bicentennial Man is Robin Williams. Let me find it. I'm going to type one second. Fucking... Right? Isn't that that movie at the end of it? Like he becomes a human? I don't know. Anyway... Or he was a robot, becomes a human over time. I think that, that is was it. Man. Yeah, ooh, ooh, yeah. Ooh, but, that shit's good. But the one I'm thinking of is surrogates. That's mm. right. Surrogates is uh, people live their lives free of pain and danger, complications through robotic representation of themselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that movie was wild. It was really bad. Never watch it. But cool. It's how I want to live in the future. You know, just have like a synthetic robot that goes out and does my shit while i just sit home and rot away like the garbage human i am that sounds dope that does sound so dope it would be so cool if we could all get on board with that i feel like that's how you solve pollution and overpopulation if we could all just stack our bodies like in essential bunk beds in cities (laughs) and then just live virtually like that's the way that's how we don't have to go to mars you know yeah because elon musk is going to send us to mars and take over the planet dude man i don't know i'm worried that i'm not on elon's list i try to like every tweet he puts out but you're goth girl he's gonna be sliding into those dms any man day now. i hope so <laughs> i just gotta start making synth music or something i don't know That's... i'm very pro elon musk in i just because i think that tesla not like tesla the car company but like tesla nikola tesla was onto something for real. Like I, when he, all he wanted to do was give clean, renewable, free energy to the people. And they were like, nah, (laughs) nah, (laughs) why would we do that? And then he was all like, I've been contacted by another dimension and they've given me this technology and I'm going to share it with you. And it's this. And then we were all just like, nah, like I'm, Edison and Tesla were literally fighting for AC versus DC at the Chicago World's Fair, like trying to prove which one was safer. Mm-hmm. And they were like, I'm very, con- I'm so sorry. Let me put, let me put this, let me put my tinfoil hat back on. I'm very convinced that the government was working with Edison to make Tesla look bad and to make tesla's ideas look bad and to make people anti like everything he was doing and i'm very convinced that even the weird bird shit like with nikola tesla is all just like rumors to make him seem crazy i'm very much so like tesla was gonna save the fucking world like if we had just done what he said and what he wanted we would be on like a different path right now i know it we would have been in the future oh. that we all thought we would, where we're driving sure. in fucking space cars, you know? You ever seen the movie Arrival? No. Maybe. Well, okay. It sounds familiar. I'm not sure. Well, you gotta watch it if you haven't seen it, and now I can't make a reference to it because it'll spoil the whole thing. Yeah, don't. If, do- if it has to do with Tesla, don't. It doesn't have to do with Tesla, but it has to, like, it's a, it's a joke on how Tesla is, like, that it's like... Tesla had aliens come down and aliens were like, yo, dude, like, 
You're the only person that can save the entire human race where they're going to die in, like, 90 years. Mm-hmm. Here's this technology. And mm-hmm. Tessa's like, shit, yeah. Like, I'm going to be the baddest motherfucker. I'm going to save everybody. And then Thomas Edison's like, hold up. Hold <laughs> up. <laughs> He's like, hold up. This bitch fuck birds. And then we were all like, oh, you weird ass. Like, Tesla was just this, like, contacted by aliens recluse who just, like, loved his birds and wanted to save the world. And then Edison was just, like, this big old dumb jock and was like, yo, this dude fucks birds. And then that was it, you know? That was it. That sucks. Also to think that, like, during the World's Fair when Edison and Tesla were, like, going at it, like, who was going to – it was – they were racing to see who was going to power the World's Fair. Like, that's what it was in competition for. Like, who was going to power it? And then whoever did that, that's what was going to set it off. You know what I mean? And Tesla just had shitty PR, or as I think, Edison had help from the government shutting him down because the government didn't want Tesla to let everyone know that he was contacted by aliens and had free renewable energy for everyone. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, definitely. No, um... Also, Tom Edison killed an elephant with a, by electrocuting it to death, basically uh, doing um, the electric chair for an elephant because it killed three people. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, Never he's out here. He's like, if, if Tesla can love birds and I can kill elephants. Never forget. But mine's cooler and Topsy. everybody loves me for it. Never forget Topsy. R. And R. I, I feel like Topsy, if I remember correctly, she had like trampled some people she like escaped from a circus and trampled some people and then i don't know either way either way edison is a motherfucker (laughs) can you just fucking imagine Ugh, god sick bitch anyway aliens are real and tesla was gonna save the world and that's why i support elon musk (laughs) yeah Yeah, i (laughs) feel that also you know while we're on topic of things being real um, we went ghost hunting this last week we with my did. mother. Okay, so this is something... Do you think ghosts are real now? Wait, we have to give context. So this is something, like, we graze upon on the podcast, but we've never actually, like, talked about it. Um, so, like, your mom, you and Shane have the same mom. Your mom is, like, I would say she's gone past hobbyist. She's, like, full-blown professional ghost hunter investigator. <laughs> And she spends all of her free time roasting Zach Baggins on Facebook. And I'm a fan of that as well. Because she thinks that he's like makes the ghost hunting community look bad. Which, yeah, I mean, fair. That hair, come on. I get it. Yeah, that affliction shirt. Get out of here. We don't need that. We don't need that evil here. That's the only thing that haunts me. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) like, your mom is so passionate about it that, like, she'll go homeless before she has to give any of her ghost hunting equipment away. Like she has all the shit. She has fucking everything. And she takes it so goddamn serious. Like the laws were like, you cannot laugh and like jump and scream and be scared. Like this is for fucking real, you know, like don't bring your bullshit ass antics in. If you're going to do this with me, we have to be for real. And your Did mom you see her like fucking men in black suitcase. She just rolled up with one of these fucking yeah. rollies. Yeah. Just fucking set it down. Just like open it up. There's like 10, there's like 10 cameras in mm-hmm. there and like all this shit. Mm-hmm. She, she's as buck wild as it gets with that. Like you, Straight up. you, you don't even realize how, how many ghost gadgets there can be. Mm-hmm. Like she put ghost busters to shame, yeah. you know, Straight they have up. these backpacks that can suck up ghosts. And she's like, Hold up. Watch Hold this. Up. <laughs> Pulls all this shit up. It was wild. Yeah. I didn't 
I remember we were like, I think the first thing we tried to do was I was like, I think you were like, oh, let's go to the theater because the theater was like creepy. And she was like, hold up one second. I got to get some stuff. And we were like, no, let's just go in there. You know, like, because in my mind, it was just we're going to record with an EVP. Uh And that was it. And just chill. And then she brings in a camera, a fucking night vision camera. She has a a night vision camera camera set up in the back. Yeah. She had a night vision camera, an EMF reader, something that read like if things were close to it and it would touch the copper wire that mm-hmm. it would like flash mm-hmm. and then her like EVP and her like 30 LED flashlights. Like I didn't, I, there was so much. There was so, and that was just that one room, but your mom fucking took it for real. And we were at Fort Douglas, which is um, up by the university of Utah. It is, it was used in world war one for fucking German POWs and World War Two, and also like sympathizers and people who they thought were, which I thought was interesting. In World War Two, they had German POWs, Italian POWs, and then a few Japanese POWs. Um, and then they had it was like a tuberculosis unit. It just had like the perfect little recipe for like a creepy ass place. And they're also in the middle of um, trying to fix the graveyard there because it got all fucked up. Like, and these are like headstones of prisoners of war who fucking died at this military base and so their like basement is full of these headstones that are all fucking cracked and shit and they're trying to do like a like a restoration projects and whatever um but it's a fucking it's also like this weird creepy wax museum of war history and um you know utah has kind of a tumultuous relationship with uh you know, Utah Mormon pioneers versus Native American Indians versus, you know, actual states around us. It was, it's been a little bloody and not that great. And they've got these weird fucking like wax exhibits with um, like the uniforms of people. And they actually had a fucking parachute from D-Day and it had blood on it. It was wild times. Yeah, and then the curator was, like, this super quirky, like, charming dude that had, like, the best stories. Mm-hmm. And you could, I could just listen to him talk for days. That was the best part. His name is Bo. Shout out to Bo, the curator for the, um, like, war museum at Fort Douglas. What a fucking cool guy. And um, he, like, he's there. Sometimes he sleeps there trying to fix shit up and um, catalog things and all that cool-ass shit. But he's got stories for days. Like, even if we, I mean, not to jump ahead and spoil anything, but even even if we didn't have any experiences during the ghost hunt, I would have just gone for Bo's stories. Because, like, that yeah, motherfucker definitely. just, and he's like, I'm still a skeptic, but I've had these really weird things. And you're just like, God, what the fuck? That's so cool. And one of the things that he was bringing up, which I think is kind of just, the, the wildest thing is all of these synchronicities that were happening were like they were going to take this plaque down because there was no recorded history as to who that person even was. It was like so-and-so's library. And they were like, oh, that's probably some like random lady who donated $50 for the first book. So they put her name up on there. Like, let's just remove that and, you know, finish over this library. And bef- like days before they did that, this random person called up the museum and was like, hey, I found this thing and I was going to throw it out, but I kept 
getting this nagging feeling that I had to call you first. And then it's all interconnected that this random person is like the last living relative of this other person who was like the librarian during World War II, who like fucking set up this library randomly in Utah. And it's just like, and then that person was trying to throw away all this weird family relic trash, found that, and just knew that they had to contact this museum to let them know that like they found this shit for them. And I don't know, it was just, he has all these different stories of these weird synchronicities that like, they surpass like spooky ghost stories and are just like, ugh, like that's kind of cool. Like there's this weird energy when you're dealing with like death and war and like sensitive subjects and like young life loss and, you know, like families being torn apart and like, you know, young love being broken up. Like there's this weird energy in just hearing stories of war and like the casualties of war and the people who are in it. And then, like, on top of that, this is, like, an active fucking military base that used to hold fucking POWs. Like, it's not just a museum. You know, it, like, had living history in it. It has its own graveyard. It's really weird. Yeah, I also wonder, like, because a lot of those houses up there are, like, the old grounds of where the barracks used to be and stuff. Uh-huh. I'm, like, quite curious because they're all, like, dorm rooms and stuff now. And, like, um... I wonder, like, how haunted and creepy they are. Oh, I you bet. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I've been to one of them up there, oh, I think it was, like, three years ago. Um, there's a movie theater up there that did a showing of The Witch. Mm. And it was, like, the creepiest movie theater I've ever been in. And it was during October, and it was, like, 20 degrees in there because it's just old building with nothing, but it just has, like, a giant projector screen. And... I'm like, every single one of those buildings is like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Every single one is old. Somebody's died in them for, for sure. sure. For like, sure. For sure. It, it's wild up there. But it is amazing, too. Like, it makes me want to go on an actual tour with Bo. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. have him. I wish that we would have had more time because when we first got there, he gave us a tour of the place. But it was, like, a very, like, short, summarized yeah. tour. And yeah. I wish that we could have been like, hey, man, like, Give us the bread and butter, baby. I want to know, like, every detail. I want to know your script. Because, mm -hmm. like, it's so interesting. Even the small snippets he gave us was, like, you got so much information and felt like you learned even insurmountable amounts more than you would think you would. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, it, no, was, he's, it was wild. He was so fucking cool. And I know, I love a good museum, but... It makes such a difference when you ha have someone there, like a tour guide, like who's clearly so passionate and knowledgeable and they're not just reading from a script. They've like really made it their own. Like they know the information front to back and have their own takes on it. And like, that's what I think set him apart from like any other weird, like rundown tour I've ever gotten at a museum is that like, mm -hmm. he was like, so this is what they tell you. And this is how I feel about it. And it's just like, like he was talking about like a massacre that's really kind of problematic in Utah's past. And he's like, here's how I feel. And it was just like, yeah, like let's have a discussion about it. And I just, I respected that so much. It's hard to be unapologetically yourself and mm -hmm. original and informative and bias at the same time while in like a bias that is an educated bias. Do you know what I mean? Like not just like yeah. here's one thing, like when he gave an opinion, it was like, here's what people say. Here's what happened. Here's how I feel. Like it was the perfect, like full, 
you know, whole entire pizza pie of opinions and personal biases and actual historical. Like, he's like, you know, I believe this, this happened. This website cited this, but there's no actual source for that. So I can't, you know, stand by that. And you're like, that's very level-headed of you. So fucking a million shouts out to him. Yeah, seriously. I remember he told us a story that um, he had somebody from the National History Museum come, a group. Mm-hmm. And it was like at the very beginning of our tour that he gave us. And he was like, yeah, like I talked about the Bear River Massacre. Mm-hmm. And um, some people got so emotional from my stories and how I presented it that they were crying. And at first, like when I first heard that, I was like, you bullshit and dog. And then by the end of the tour, I was like, now nah, you real. You real. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. crying right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like-, like he was. He was humanizing history, which I think is, like, so hard to wrap your mind around sometimes, especially yeah. when you have, like, these big bad villains, and I, especially when you're talking about war, like, it's so, it's easy to get lost in the sauce, and, you know, it's, there's always a clear bad guy when really it's more shades of gray, and people exactly. just following orders, and I don't know, it's, it was really interesting. So that was like the energy of the place. And then we got it from 9 p.m. till 12 in the morning. Um, usually your mom goes on ghost adventures till 3 in the fucking morning. But we were only there till 12. We had the whole place, both uh, two rooms. And uh, we started ghost hunting. And we had split up. And the first thing we did was we went into the theater. And they have this creepy old theater that with this old school projector and this old school projector screen. And when we were taking a tour of the museum, the moment, and it's kind of like if no one pointed that room out to you, you wouldn't know it existed because it's not a part of like the museum exhibit. It's a part of like the theater that existed in the barracks. So if no one showed it to you, you wouldn't know it was there. But the moment you walk in, like it just gave you creepy horror movie vibes. Like, you were like, yeah. bad shit is in here. Like, it just, it felt creepy. And it was the first place where I was like, we've got to go. We've got to go back there. The second big place I wanted to go to was underneath the building. It was this, like, untouched basement with, like, a rotting wood floor and, like, brick fucking... It just looked like somewhere a serial killer would, like, store (laughs) a hostage. Like, it was not... And it was a secret gambling room. Yeah. They all, like, everybody that gambled or all the troops that were stationed there, like, went down there and stowed away for hours and gambled and smoked and drank when they weren't supposed to. Like, it was, like, this secret area that they could just get away from everybody, which is... You know, some shit had to have happened in there, right? Yeah. I fucking... (sighs) Also, good thing is, is that as we go through these, my mom sent me all the EVPs so I can play them through my microphone as well. What? I didn't know this. Yeah, though. I came prepared. What? Will you... This is a reveal. Your Your mom hasn't sent me anything besides some of the footage that was like anomalies. So here's the first one. This is when we first... So we went into the uh, theater first, and we hung out in there. So when we first went to the theater, like Noelle was saying, it was, like, creepy. And this was before we shut off the lights and started investigating. Like, we had... It was, like, an uneasy feeling. You're, like, like she's saying, some shit felt like it happened there. Then we went to investigate in there, and the feeling was gone. There's nothing. 
we spent like 30 minutes like trying to get something like anything at all did some like recordings and stuff nothing so we went down into the basement because we we're like okay second stops up next you know like we gotta go in there and apparently this is from in there as we're walking down pull it up oh my god i had no idea What? I don't, I don't hear anything. Did, did you hear that? No. The very end, you can kind of hear somebody whisper in other words. Are you ready again? Can you hear it kind of clearly or is it pretty shitty? It's shitty. Play it again. It keeps cutting out. Oh, oh God. God, man. I wish I could. So it does sound like my mom is talking. But after my mom gets done talking, you can distinctly hear in other words. Let me pull it from farther away and see if it works. Maybe because it's too close, it's cutting out. Oh my god, dude, I can hear it though. I can't. I wish I was next to Dad, you. Dad, it, it keeps, it right dude, now. it keeps, it, it right keeps now. fucking cutting out, dude. I'm telling oh you, like, God. some fucking ghost does not want us to hear that shit. He's here with me right now. Rihanna left for the night. I'm going to get murdered. Dude. It's, it's a fact. <laughs> I'm not even joking you. It cuts out every single time on my end when you would hear it. I'm fucking, this is some straight up, they don't want us to hear what they've got to fucking say bullshit. I'm sending it to you. It's the fourth one down that says, uh, or not fourth one. Oh, yeah, fourth one down. It says, in other words, um, okay. we'll have to try to splice it into the podcast so that people can listen to it. I mean, okay, it's the fourth one down? Yeah. One, two, three, four. You try to play it. Now, let me see here if it cuts it's, out. It's eight seconds long? Yeah. Okay. Oh shit! Oh shit! I heard it. What? Yeah, that was crazy. Is it cut out on my side too? These ghosts. Out Are you here, for real? No shit. Are you I'm for serious. real? Are you yeah, for real really though? Did. Yeah, it really did. Jared, it cut out like three I can times. hear it crystal fucking clear on we my were end. We all together walking into that room too. Oh my god! I just like. what's literally getting me right now is that i can hear this as clear as day you heard it just now playing it trying to get it on the podcast you heard it clear as day you were trying to play it every time you played it right at the end where i can clearly hear it now it cuts out on this fucking recording yep bruh they don't fucking want us to hear it (laughs) dog oh my god hat on dog they out here can you hear it now what about? Oh my god, dude! It's it's wild though. We'll have to uh, maybe we'll upload the um, the clips so people can reference them. Yeah, we'll have to because but... it does not want to fucking record. I'm not even lying to you. I'm not even lying to you. I it's refu- like the audio is refusing to be played over this fucking recording right now. Um, if you go to the, uh, it's like all the way to the bottom uh it's 10 seconds long second one up from the top that was when we remember when we were so we're gonna jump ahead a little bit here so we went to the creepy room 
and we sat there for a long time. I would say like an hour. It was like an hour, and we had some weird shit happen. Like we have LED lights, and if people know LED lights, they do not have any like they they don't normally flicker. They don't do anything like that. And our lights were flickering. My mom's camera it drained the battery instantly, which was like classic fucking classic fucking ghost hunting shit. We're in yeah. the creepy gambling secret room, and um. In the corner, your mom has set up her camera. We're all in the middle. She's brought playing cards and tobacco, like chewing tobacco to lay out. And we have flashlights all around, like laid on the floor because it's literally a fucking basement space. (laughs) Yeah. And she's starting the EVP recording. Like she's clicking the recorder and she's asking questions. And then you just hear boo whoop. And it's the fucking battery on the camera going completely dead. It just completely turned off. A thousand percent. And then the flashlight started going dim and then bright, dim and then bright. And then it went fully bright and like turned off and then turned right back on. Yeah, it was wild. So in reference to this room too, did you guys ever play the asbestos EVP on the podcast? I think so. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Many, many, many episodes ago, we played some EVPs. You want me to play it? Yeah, man. This is an EVP. This is the same exact room. Yeah, EVP from the same exact room where all this weird shit happened. We didn't, if we're being honest, we didn't catch anything in the room. Like, 100%. Like, most of the stuff that my mom has that she went over evidence, there's nothing in there. But that room was weird, and we did have weird shit happening with, like, lights and stuff. But this is from the same room, and I'm kind of bummed we didn't get something else. But you guys ready? Okay, it's 10 seconds long. Do it. Or 20 seconds long. That gives me cold chills every time, dog. It's every so time. It's so weird that asbestos. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Is that loud? <laughs> that, that ghost out here eating butthole hot dogs, getting Dude. asbestos in his food. Dude. He's mad about it. But Dude. that shit's scary. But that room, like, I'm really bummed it didn't have anything. Yeah. But the next stop on the tour is that we went to the second building. And that is where the one I just sent Noel was at. And there's a couple others that we'll review together. So when we first got into the room, it was the Noel earlier when she was talking about the library and how it almost got um, the plaque almost got taken down. The lady's name was Margie. Mm-hmm. And um, she was there with her husband and she was the librarian for like 30 years there. And she took care of the library and then it ended up dying and was never like credited with that at all. And then that thing that Noel said where somebody called and they had the bookkeeping from Fort Douglas that said Marjorie was a library librarian with her husband who was also stationed there. And um, that's when Bo, the awesome dude was like, you know what, we're never gonna take that down. Like we have it documented now, like she's here. And so apparently what Bo is saying is that Marjorie still resides. Even though he says he's skeptical, he still says that they are you hear radio playing from like old timey music from mm-hmm. like the fifties and sixties, which mm-hmm. is when she was there and the books and stuff kind of shuffle around and he gets an eerie feeling there sometimes. And so when we were all sitting there in the library, it was complete silence. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden we all heard this 
audible like groan Mm -hmm. like and that was the weirdest thing we've heard and it was like and i'm pretty sure if we go to the very bottom of what i just sent you it's like the second one down i think that's the groan i haven't listened to these yet because i want to do it live with you i will say like so the one thing i was worried about was being like freaked out if anything happened because like here's the thing i'm i'm very much so a skeptic like still even after all of this like it's still tough for me to fully 100 percent say like you know all of these things happened whatever like because i don't i don't think that ghosts are like proof that there's life after death i think ghosts if they are real are just proof that like energy is around us and can't be created or destroyed and sometimes that energy gets stuck do you know what i mean like yeah i know for sure there's i mean we were talking about this that same night but there's also the theory that we have different dimensions and that it's the energy from another dimension's crossing over so there's other people in the same spot that we're at in another dimension Mm -hmm. and that's like what you pick up yeah 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 yeah. i know your mom is very much so like dimensions and layers because she's a big fan of the Bigfoot is an interdimensional time traveler theory, which is a little bit really good, but I appreciate it. And I don't know. I don't know. I think residual energy and like residual hauntings of like just bad shit or just really powerful shit being like stuck around Mm -hmm. kind of like replaying it. You know, I kind of agree with that in a way. I don't know it's yeah. it's tough to explain but i don't think it's proof of life after death i think it's just proof that whatever chemical fucking reactions are happening inside of our dumb brains that make synapses go off that make our bodies power like machines and bullshit come out of our mouth like i think that you know sometimes rather than fully rot in the ground a little piece of that energy that was fueling our bodies gets stuck somewhere else you know if that makes sense. But anyway. Yeah, no, definitely. I think it makes sense. I mean, it's like, this is like the weirdest thing to say, but hang out, you know, and I'm sure all of us have. You hang out with somebody and you just immediately dislike them. Like, you don't know why. They haven't given you any reason to, mm-hmm. but you just get a bad feeling from a yeah. person. Yeah. And you're like, that person's just a shithead. Yeah. That person's a bad person. Yeah. They're a killer, whatever. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think that that energy can be left over. So, like, you know, imagine the feeling, because... It's like, to me, I'm with you where, like, I can look at autopsies and pictures of, like, gore and stuff and not feel like anything. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm just like, eh, whatever. But I know if it was, like, a situation where, like, somebody was murdered and you went into the room, yeah, I wouldn't feel anything. I wouldn't feel sad for the person murdered. But I feel like you could feel the energy. You could be like, wow, like, this was fucked up. Yeah. I mean, this... And like you said, I think that residual energy does stay. And I think that's why you have, like, ghostly encounters and things like that is, like... When you set a precedent for, like, a location, mm-hmm. it's kind of fucked up. It's the same thing of, like, when you go to um, Auschwitz or something, you know what I mean? You can just feel the heaviness in the air. Like, yeah. the sadness. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And definitely think that that. That's, like, to me, the best explanation for ghosts is, like, if somewhere is fucked up or something bad has happened, like, you're just going to have that residual energy for sure. Yeah. But I was, like... Like, I'm 100%, like, on board with that's what, like, ghosts are. And if they are real, I'm still debating on that. But my biggest worry was that, like, I would get freaked out. 
But like in the moments when like the camera drained and we were in complete darkness after the fucking flashlight turned off after almost intelligently responding to a question and um or when we heard like the groan um it I didn't feel afraid. I felt mm-hmm. almost like nothing, which is so weird because there's been situations where like I've felt this like heart pounding panic, but like the <clears throat> as I die, the like last quote unquote ghost encounter I had, and I talked about it on the podcast, was at my old house where I heard someone um running down the hallway and my dogs both stopped, sat and stared out the hallway and I was alone and I thought but I didn't think it was a ghost. I thought it was a man coming into my house to fucking kill me. So like that's mm-hmm. what like the heart pounding stress and fright was but like i don't i never felt that way about like weird ghost energy and i guess i Mm -hmm. thought i would be i thought i would be really afraid but it was nothing also i want to say we're gonna put all the evps and footage on patreon i just decided that right now follow us on patreon patreon.com slash freaky geeks a dollar will get you all of our episodes and rather than do an episode this week we're gonna upload all of the footage and audio from our ghost adventure and ghost hunt that's that's the sickest deal you could ever have you can learn about the unknown for just a dollar and also support some weirdos oh yeah also the fucking audio that refused to play here of someone a fucking ghost clearly whispering into some fucking shit listen to that on patreon but anyway fucking anyway i guess before we spoil everything too much do you i mean i kind of let it be known that even though we had these experiences I'm still kind of like verdicts. The verdict is out. I wanted to. Hmm. This is my problem with EVPs. They're like you don't, you don't realize they're happening until afterwards. Exactly, and it's like they people got to take your word for it. Like we legitimately, with that one that you and I listened to, it's mm-hmm. my mom leading, mm-hmm. and none of us are talking mm-hmm. because I remember all of us were very silent for the most part that whole night. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Unless we were like getting ready to record, mm-hmm. and also like, what does it say again? It's a. Uh, um, in other words. In other words, I can't even recall any of us saying in other no. words or something like that. Also, so, it, it's not any of our voices. Like that's the exactly. biggest thing. Is it's not we were, any of our yeah. voices. It's so weird. It's one of those things that's like, I'm very skeptical still. I wouldn't say that I believe in ghosts, but it enlightened me and made me more curious and made me a little more open to the idea that it does exist. And I think that's what like ghost hunting is like. My mom and I had a serious talk about it because, yeah, Shane and I make fun of her for doing ghost hunting. But when it boils down to it, it's a pretty sweet hobby. And once you do it, like I made fun of her and I didn't want to go on any of them ever. And I finally was like, I got to, I can't put it off any longer. She'll be so disappointed. And I did it and I don't regret it because now I'm like, I got to get more in. I got to go do more. Mm -hmm. Like I want to know now. And that's what she told me. She's like, I was like, why do you like it so much? You know what I mean? I was like, just like, be real with me. Like, like, do you, are you embarrassed of it? You know what I mean? Because people do make fun of it. Like it's a pretty bad thing that people like you know a little shit on you for having a weird hobby yeah and it seems like a weird hobby but she's like i just want to know if there's anything after Mm -hmm. she's like i don't really that's that's what i'm here for is like if i can try to prove something or ease my mind that something is after or that things can be okay or help things or anything like then that's good for me and i was like you know that's respectable you Mm -hmm. know and and once going on one 
I was like, yeah, I can see how. I mean, I would never spend the money. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, I would definitely go with my mom, pretty much every time she wants to go now. Oh, for sure. That's like the first thing I said to your mom when we finished that. I was like, I want to do this again because that's it. Maybe it. Maybe this is my gateway drug. Maybe I'll always be chasing the dragon because I'll always be a skeptic for life <laughs> until I finally get my fucking hair pulled by a ghost, like God intended. But Oof. like the first thing. I said right after that was like, I want to do this again. All it did was make the question mark even bigger and bolder. Like now I'm like, okay, I kind of get a feel for how this all works. Like they had this, this um, like little ghost hunting device that it speaks words. Like it's supposed to be like the ghost can speak into it and it like shoots the word out. And it was like intelligent responses. And I was just like, ugh. And the moment I walked over to the table where they had this, it said witch. And I was like laughing at that. But I was like, oh, my God, like all over my backpack that I was wearing were all of these like witch pins. And my jacket said nature is Satan's temple. And it had the patch of Black Phillip and said, would thou like to live deliciously? And I'm like, the moment I sat down next to that fucking box, it said witch. Like, give me like instantaneously. And I was like oh, I'm going to get up and go. And then it said, stay like, fuck dude. It, yeah, all it made weird. me want to do was like, figure it out some more. So I mean, yeah, I do. Also, I like, believe ghosts are real. No, but I do want to hunt them some more. Yeah. You know, what's funny too is um, we've talked about this before. I think in previous conversations of ours where it's like, Everyone wants to be that person that's like, you see, watch a horror movie and you're like, oh yeah, creepy shit's happening. I'm fucking bouncing out. But that night when creepy shit was happening, we were like, let's go get it. Let's yeah, get this straight shit up. And was like, straight and I was up. Like, as I was doing it, I was like, this is how you die. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I'm yeah. okay with it. I'll the, die the fucking, the Caucasian <laughs> jumped out. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? The Caucasian, <laughs> the caucasity was strong that night because we would oh, hear something dude. weird and we'd be like, okay so we're going in like every <laughs> horror movie when they're like did you hear that creepy noise let's split up and investigate and part of you the smart part of you is like nah stay in a group forever turn on all the lights get the holy water but like all of us were like let's split up <laughs> like it was so fucking <laughs> yeah. so stupid but yeah i'm i'm still a skeptic on if ghosts are real i'm so pro ghost hunting though seriously like fuck like the ghost tours like Go on Facebook, find your local ghost hunting group. I know that shit exists. If they've got a black website with floating green text, you know that shit's legit. Contact them. Join, link up for a fucking ghost hunt. Go with people who take it seriously, who aren't getting paid to do it, who are doing it for the love of the game, and fucking have some fun, because that shit was dope. Yeah, it was dope. But, segue into that. Have you ever had anything creepy happen? Ever? That you and Shane have talked about before? Like... Things that are unexplained. Um, I mean, I I talked about when uh, I was at my old house and that the footsteps, well, it was like stomping. It was like running in my hallway. Um, and Shane's Shane's briefly mentioned that he's had weird ghost experiences. I know he wants to save that for like a whole entire ghost episode. I know that you guys have a lot of like ghost stories in your childhood and shit that are real fucking spooky but we're not gonna spoil that tonight we're gonna we'll do a whole entire ghost story episode i do have a few listener submissions um like christian if you're listening i still have your fucking story i have ghost stories submitted we usually save those for october 
but we'll definitely do like a full-blown actual ghost episode october is not that far away so also if you're listening um freaky geeks podcast at gmail.com or you can dm me shane or the freaky geeks instagram facebook or twitter your ghost stories we're gonna we get, we'll start collecting those now um for the spooktober the whole month of spooktober when we do fun spooky episodes Ooh. we'll definitely do a ghost stories episode and we'll probably make your mom come on with her evps yeah, yeah, that would be the littest lit ever. Right. <clears throat> but anywho's, thanks for hanging out with me on this episode, Jared. Thanks for going ghost hunting with me. Yeah, of course. We'll definitely do it again. My mom said that um, she's trying to secure the next spot. <clears throat> so the second I find out too, uh, we'll definitely have to go again. Maybe capture something different. Yeah, we'll have to. I think next time I'll bring a GoPro and have it going the whole time. But is there anything you want to plug? Uh, you guys can follow me if you want and enjoyed listening to me ramble with Noel. Um, yeah. All my stuff is Jardozer, just like Shane. Um, Shadozer, but Jardozer instead. Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and um. And yeah. you stream sometimes. I do stream sometimes. I uh, used to play StarCraft Two professionally, so I stream that every once in a while. But um, I've fallen out of love with the game, so. Yeah, you got too into playing fucking League with us. Um, I know. You can find Tragic. me on Instagram and Twitter under Noelle Fane, N-O-E-L-L-E-F-A-E-N. I've got the Front Row Film Roast Saturday, June 29th at 9 p.m. at Brewbies. Um, it's going to be super fucking fun. Trevor Kelly, one of the coolest comics and best people I know, is um, putting it on and invited me to be the guest comic on there, which is kind of cool. Um, we've been writing for it every Monday. It's going to be a lot of fucking fun. Um, Gaming Con is that same weekend. I'm supposed to be doing a League of Legends panel, but... We'll see if then they have never email followed me up. They're like, so you're going to do this. All right. Bye. And I'm okay. Great. Um, make sure to follow Shane on everything. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Shadozer. Um, I know that he has shows coming up. He's been in LA this week, which is why he's not on this episode right now. Um, but check out his Instagram and Twitter for tour dates and shit. I know he's trying to be better about sharing that. Of course, drybarcomedytour.com slash tour backslash tour. I don't know. Check that shit out. Um, donate on Patreon to see all this fucking ghost footage we got. Follow Casey Roy for tattoos. And most of all, hail Satan. Hail Satan. <laughs>